Welcome to the Film for Impact podcast. This is the place for changemakers to discuss how we can use this powerful medium to create meaningful impact, elevate our culture, and change lives for the better. I'm your host, award-winning actor and filmmaker, DJ Renuka. Let's get into it. Hey there, thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Film for Impact. So today it's going to be another solo episode. And on these solo episodes, I really like to kind of step back and share with you more of my personal journey, what's been going on, the behind the scenes to my projects and things like that. And also sometimes I will be sharing about films that have impacted me personally. But today I want to talk about my first documentary film called Elevate, the journey from tragedy to triumph. And so, yeah, I had to think about that for a second because we just named it um, at the end of editing um, because we weren't sure what to name it. But, you know, sometimes when you're writing a book, even you want to name it after you're done because you're like, what is this actually really about? And so um, we just named the film. We are in post-production very close to the end right now. As of this recording, it is sent off to the colorist and we will hopefully be getting it back in a week or so so that we can review it with the client and then be done. But on this po- uh, on this podcast, I want to share with you um, the journey of this documentary. So I'm going to share how it was funded, what the project was about, and what I learned on this project. And then also um, how you'll be able to see the project when it's done. So here we go. So this was, okay, I'm going to go back a little bit before the project. Because last year in July, I think, I remember thinking about the things that I wanted to do in 2023. And I remember it felt like God was saying, just write it down, like create the budget for what you want to do next year. So it took some time before I could actually find the time to sit down. And I spent basically a whole work day working on the budget, dreaming about what I wanted to do. Um, I'm smiling because I'm thinking about the things I actually got to do. So I created this budget, really looked at what I need to run my business and what I need to do the things I want to do in the future. So I made this budget. um, I completed it, I think. I can't remember if it was July or August, but I do remember about a week or so later, I get an email from a nonprofit saying, I want to do this project. I want to do a film with it. I need a budget from you. So I was like, ha I have a, a budget of what I need. And so all I had to do was kind of expand that budget to include like what they needed, what the nonprofit needed so they could turn in the grant. And so we turned in the grant. I didn't write the full grant. I just write the part that includes the film. And we put it all together because there's other partners. Um, And so the project was for looking at solutions, uh, problems and solutions to violent crime in our city. And so what the nonprofit wanted to do was to talk to the people that actually are most affected by the justice system and kind of give them a platform to use their own voice um, in the conversation. And so what the documentary was going to be was hearing the stories of um, a few participants and and creating a conversation around the justice system, prison reentry, the solutions and causes to crime, and then extend that conversation with others. And so 
it was an interesting documentary to do. Um, it was it was really wonderful to meet the participants and get to know them and build relationships and and learn in the process. And so um, in I think October or November, we found out that we received the grant, which was amazing. And so through that, um, I was able to do a few things that I wanted to do, which was one, get some coaching around fundraising for filmmaking, and then two, to be able to attend this Christian Women's Conference in Atlanta that I'd been wanting to go to for like three or four years. And I was finally able to go to that through my earnings, um, which was great just to reinvest back into my business. So that is kind of the funding story of the film. And if you're interested in learning more about funding, I do have another podcast on here called How to Fund Your Film. And it's something I'm still learning, but I did share what I've done um, with all my films that I've done so far. I'm working on my eighth film. So you'll just hear the journey of how I funded my films. And I will continue to share as I learn um, because it's just, it's so key in being able to be sustainable as a filmmaker. So so I've shared with you the funding story. Um, we were able to get around 77000 for the film. Um, it The project, I described to you what it was about. We we're looking at the causes and solutions to violent crime in our city and talking to the people most affected by the justice system who spent time in prison but also understand have done the work on themselves to understand what put them there, the work in there to grow as individuals, as human beings, get education, come out and start giving back to the community. So I think we have some phenomenal people in this film that have really done that journey from tragedy to triumph. They really have taken everything given to them and really turned it back around and really are giving their whole life back to community. And they have a wealth of information and a wealth of ideas and a wealth of experience. Um, it really, it just really changed me a lot. Um, I've had my own experiences. My brother-in-law and other family members have went through it. Um, but it, it's kind of hard to understand when you're, it's like you can be so close to the situation that you don't understand because you're going through it, like visiting my brother-in-law in prison, not really understanding the whole system, just really dealing with the fact that you have a family member in prison is one thing. Being able to step outside of that and kind of look at the whole system is different. You know, look at statistics to look at what's really going on and um and even my brother-in-law having some things in his life that are similar and some things that are really different and it's it's very interesting the things that I learned about the system which um I can share in another podcast but just briefly like understanding your environment and who you're around is huge having access and resources is huge. Having um, mentors and people to look up to, huge. Being able to know who you are, what you want, how to get it in the right way, 
huge. And these are the things that are not available in certain communities. And these communities happen to be communities of color. And when you look at that, you look at how our system is set up, it's to keep taking away resources and not putting in resources into these communities and also putting things in this, these communities to keep the cycle going. And so when you're looking at it, it's very blatant. You don't even have to spin the data. You don't even have to make a round peg fit in a square hole. I mean, it's just right there, like built there for you to see. So I hope that you guys really like this documentary and learn something from it and also see possible solutions in it as well. So I think it's it's really good. I'm really proud of this piece. So what did I learn <laughs> making this project? Okay, so it was my first documentary. So the first thing I did was reach out to my friend and mentor who this is his jam. This is what he does. He makes documentaries. Um, so I reached out to him and I said, hey, I know you're passionate about this topic. Would you want to be a part of it? He was excited. Great. I have an experienced per person on my team. So I think that's the first thing I learned. The importance of reaching out to someone who has more experience than you is very important. I don't want to be the smartest person in the room. Yes, it it challenges you it challenges your ego but whatever I want to learn I want to grow I want to have a good product I want to impact people and to do that you have to be uncomfortable you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable so but to tell you the truth I was nervous and anxious for like two months straight to like it like the pressure just kind of came off like last week. I'm telling you, I just didn't want to let anyone down. I wanted to honor everyone's stories. I'm in my master's program learning about community work. And so like I'm learning about all the like the pitfalls, downfalls, mistakes, like dangers. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to like do all of these things to, you know, you can have the best of intentions, but you can hurt people too if you don't understand how people people you know how humans work how community works and so I was really stressed <clears throat> on one hand I'm doing a documentary I've never done before on a topic that I care about and that I want to honor the people's stories and I'm leading a team and it, it was a lot but I thank god I'm, I got through it and I think I have a good product um, and so the first hurdle that I had was that my DP had to pull out of my director of photography, your cinematographer DP, had to pull out the project last minute um, for family reasons. So I had to find a new DP. Um, and so that was stressful because normally I work with people that I've known for a while. And so with the help of our other executive producer, um, we were able to hire some more people. And so I learned um, how to find people I don't know to work with. And um, funny enough, we went through a Facebook group that has like 12,000 or some ridiculous amount of crew, production crew people on it. And so we were able to put out kind of like what we needed. People responded. Then we did interviews. And um, between the two of us, I think we put together a really brilliant team of people who cared. And that was the thing I learned um, through the hiring and interview process is 
yes, you want people with the professional acumen, yes. But you also want to ask people questions to understand, like, do they care? What kind of person are they? Are they sensitive? Like, I needed people who were sensitive to the topic and who cared. And so um, we had a person come out of California to come to Indiana. Um, and so thankfully, I was able to use a second um, property that we have to, you know, host him because we didn't pay him his full rate. So I wanted to just make sure that, um, you know, everyone was comfortable and cared for. And that's something I really talk about a lot with my my projects is you want to treat people really well. Um, and then, you know, people being so kind of working around their pay rate when it's a topic that they care about. And so our BCAM person was a person who does documentaries um, and just extremely caring, does his own social impact work. Same with our audio person. He is very experienced, um, you know, has the equipment, but also on their own, they do impact work. And so that tells me a lot about the type of person I'm working with. And so everyone gelled really well. Um, and so that was great. The other thing that I, I knew about and I wanted to do on my next project was to have a production coordinator. Um, and this person, you can have, I think a unit production manager or production coordinator or someone like that is really great to have because they're taking care of logistics like on set and stuff. And I'm never gonna go without this person again. So um, one of my friends who, he does it all, all pieces of filmmaking and also has a similar heart and desire as me um, with helping people with film became on as my production manager. He was managing our production assistants, which I learned, you know, so important as a director, producer. Um, I don't have the, the bandwidth or capacity to manage our production assistants while I'm on set trying to direct. And so I give myself kudos <laughs> and thank the Lord for giving me that wisdom, understanding through my other mentors um, to make sure that this person is on your team. Like a production coordinator needs to understand all aspects of production. They need to be experienced. You need to have somebody with experience that you don't have to teach along the way. Like other things you can teach, but there are a few things that you need to actually have in place so you can get through the project well and do it well for people. So I was able to just call him up to help with coordinating schedules, with coordinating food, with coordinating our PAs, with like any idea I had, like I wanted to give gifts to our participant and I was like, hey, can you please make sure we pick up X, Y, and Z? So, and you know, and then he could run with it, make it a little, you know, make the idea better. And I was just so grateful, you know, for this person on my team. If you're listening to this, he was actually um, one of our our interviews on the podcast. So his name is uh, Tajadeen Rowley, and he uh, you can find his um, interview on Film for Impact as well and hear his story. But uh, I'm just very grateful for we. I call him TJ. I'm just very grateful. So if you can find yourself a TJ, um, I highly <laughs> recommend your production coordinator on your team. That's something I've learned and. That's one of the biggest lessons 
Um, the next thing was obviously new skill, a new skill set. So I remember we shot everything, we put it together. Um, and then I was asked for a paper edit and I'm like, what is a paper edit? So a paper edit is basically the script that you write from your footage. So you pull out quotes and you kind of build the story after you have shot everything, which is the difference between a documentary. So you initially create a, a storyline initially, and then you shoot to that storyline as best you can. But it's a documentary. It's real life. Things are going to change. So you you don't know. And so after you get your footage, then again, you need to go through it and then create your story. And so, you know, I never wanted to do a documentary. But now that I've done one, I think, oh, gosh, this could be really fun um, to create more of these. And maybe on a small scale, I, I don't know if I'll be doing feature length. Well, never say never because I said I didn't want to direct. And look at me now. I'm directing you know, another film. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, like this idea of having new skills, like in the fire, like while you're on the job, you know, just even that's a skill being able to navigate growth and uncomfortability while you've got a deadline, while you've got to lead, while you've got people, you know, relying on you. So one thing I learned was, you know, I didn't realize this until my uh, other EP executive producer said, you know, you're kind of, what did you say? Like, you're kind of choking the process because I was so scared, like worried about making this thing perfect that I wasn't just doing it. And so just getting that, those words of advice, like just take the next step, you know, just, just do it. And it was funny. Cause like, I get frustrated when I tell people that they want me to make their movie and I'm like, write down your story for me. And a lot of people won't even just write a word down because they want it to be perfect or they think they have to write a script and I'm like no I just need to I just need your story from you so that I can look at it think about it and help you with it um and it's the same thing with anything you're creating like you just you have to like create you know you have to just try because then you have people around you that can help make it better and then that goes into like making sure you have people around you that you can trust, people around you that care. And that's what I did. I had people around me that cared, but did I trust them to take my crappy paper edit and turn it into something? And absolutely, I had a seasoned editor um, through my EP work on the project. Um, and we were able to, he was able to take my mess and 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 really you know do his you know thing that he's great at and and pull it together and then you know we just were able to go back and forth and then over time I was like oh I can see the story now so I was able to make like a second version that was better and I feel like the next time I do it I can do it even better but you know if I ever do a I know it's gonna happen what am I saying <laughs> when I do a feature documentary the one um, person that I learned existed is a, like a story editor um, and that they can go through the footage and help create a story. Um, not to say the director doesn't, but I'm definitely going to hire that person on the team because it is a lot of work and I just like collaborating very much and putting ideas together. And so just having that person like who can really talk through the story, we can talk together about how best to tell the story um, because collaboration is just so important to me. I I really admire people that can sit down. Like my husband, he can sit down and think 
and like genius comes out of his head. He's a tech entrepreneur and a music producer. And he just really impresses me a lot. Um, but I'm not quite that way. Like I really, I'll think and think and yeah, I'll come up with some things, but like collaborating with other people is so fun. You know, I really love it. So that's definitely somebody I'm going to have on the team the next time. Um, and the last thing I really want to talk about is the movie that you make is better than the movie in your head. You could have a beautiful movie in your head um, that you can see and it inspires you and it motivates you, but it can also hold you back because you can be afraid to create because you want it to match what's in your head. And I kind of had the luxury of having no expectations because I've never done a doc before. Um, and a lot of times I'm creating things and I don't necessarily have that vision in my head first. But right now I'm working on my first feature, which is my story. It's inspired by my personal story. And so I've had 15 years to think about it. And so I did go through the phase where I was scared. Um, and also it it's a celebration of my family too. And so that other pressure was there. Like, is my family going to like this? You know, do I have to include all these characters in my family? You know, I had all these questions. I was being so precious about it. And um, I had to take a step back and just focus on telling a good story and um, remembering it's my story so I can tell it how I want to <laughs> um, and celebrate my family in the process. Um, but also tell my story, my own struggles and obstacles and how I got through it and hopefully help somebody else when it comes to, um, I call it like mixed culture identity, um, because I have, I am mixed with two different cultures, two different immigrant parents from two, way two different cultures. And I married into another culture. And so I wanted to share that and, um, yeah, just think about what, what helped me a lot. So I would love to, you know, encourage you with this thought of remember that the movie you make is 100% going to be better than the one in your head because it is made. It's real. People can experience it. It's in the physical world. So whatever you can bring into the physical world, it's, it's better than what is in your head. Like, for the main fact that you can share it and it's real. So I want to encourage you if you are trying to create something and you're thinking about it and thinking about it, like I did with this podcast for so long. Um, first, I didn't know anything about podcasting when God said do a podcast. And then I was like, Lord, you got to teach me. And then he did. And then he just continued to provide even now working with Anchor Media um, to put this podcast out. Um, I just, I didn't know. I just knew I had these ideas in my head and just, I have to start talking about them and, and doing this. So I just want to thank you for taking the time for listening. I hope that this encouraged you. I would love to hear from you what you thought about this podcast. If it helped you, I'd love to hear anything you'd want to talk about in terms of filmmaking and creativity, leadership, things like that. Um, you can go over to my Instagram uh, at Dija Renuka, D-I-J-A 
R-E-N-U-K-A. And my production uh, Instagram is my for my production company is at thebluehouse.co. And our website is the Blue House CO. So I just kept it really simple there for you. But yeah, I'd love to hear from you. Um, thank you so much. And I will talk to you on the next podcast. Bye.